Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Good morning. Welcome into Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. We're live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill on the H&H Chevrolet stage. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Behind the back, step back, cash and checks on Herd at Sports Radio. I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, man? I just had to get my uh, my southpaw. Got to get the ball like through. Baylor Shireman. And then maybe if I go with the right hand, I look a little bit like CC last night on the women's court. Man, uh, that was a spectacular ending. Yeah, but it was on Peacock, so I yes. only saw the end. <laughs> honestly, it's I feel bad because and I unless I'm specifically search like when Nebraska football played on Peacock, I'm specifically searching out the certain games, right? But unless I'm specifically searching out a game, if it's not on my regular television provider, I really struggle. Just it's not it, it leaves my mind completely, and I don't know if it's like an ADD thing or ADHD thing where it's just like out of sight, out of mind, totally gone. But that's what happened with the – luckily, thank God for social media. It's, I won't say that a lot, but it, it, it popped up on my feed, so I was able to, to catch uh, the end of it. And people were like, hey, you got to go check out this game. It's, going, like it's, it's a super good game. So I was able to catch the end of it. But, I mean, highlight of the story, Caitlin Clark, kind of ridiculous. What what'd she end up with, 40? She had 40, I think, on the button. And shot the game winner from the uh, from the the beak of of the Hawkeye, and she's so good. I think barely got it off before the buzzer, but just cashed it for the win over Michigan State. Uh, incredible. I mean, I didn't think we were going to start the show with Caitlin Clark and I women's basketball. Neither did I. I just kind of did a little. Uh, yeah, you were doing a little over here. Little, I started nope. with Shireman actually. You did. You did start Shireman with the lefty. Kind of. He's got a little. You know, he's got kind of a weird little. Like, a lot of lefties have kind of a weird little like lefty like side flick deal. I don't know. It bothers <laughs> not, not me. Not Shireman. <laughs> Shireman <laughs> shooting over here. I don't. I don't know about that. I, it, I think it's more elbow in. No, it, it's not bad, but it's it looks just uh, lefty shots just always look a little bit off to me. Just you well, know. Yeah, because they shoot with the wrong hand. Yeah, it's, they're shooting backwards, man. What are they doing? Which is weird because lefty pitchers don't look weird to me. Right. Shireman would shoot eight for eight if he shot from the right side. I mean, he'd never miss. I think. I think he's just doing this to make it fair for everybody mm. else. Um, he's just a nice guy. <laughs> We appreciate you joining us here on a Wednesday. This week is all goofed up a little bit because Monday we were off. I mean, we've been off for a while uh, before yesterday. But I, I keep thinking in my head, this doesn't feel like a Wednesday. I don't know what day it feels like. It does not feel like a Wednesday. It feels like a Tuesday because it's our second day. It doesn't really even feel like a Tuesday to me. It almost felt like a Monday when I woke up this morning. When I woke up this morning, it was so dark in my room. Oh, I don't no. think it's ever been at this dark yeah. this year. Yeah, because it's only been three days. Yeah. Come on, Robbie. Come on, give me a little smile, like um, acknowledge. Uh, no, okay. uh, I'm not gonna do the, the, the this year dad jokes. <laughs> I can't do it. I do my I best. I don't really know. <laughs> like, but in in terms of like this winter, mm -hmm. how dark it is right now. Has it been this dark? I like I said, I rolled out of bed and mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I can't see anything. You're like, is it still 2 o'clock in the morning? What's happening? No. I had to turn oh, on the phone bo? flashlight. I kind of <laughs> right had a little bit of a headache because, you know, when you wake up this early and, and you think it's earlier than it actually mm, is, yeah. uh, it's like, man, I got that. I, I, I guess I'm just going to the bathroom and coming back to bed. No, actually, the like, alarm oh, no, I gotta get went up. off at 5. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just extremely dark outside. Is it just me, or do do you see that too? I don't know. It. I mean, it's dark. I don't know. <laughs> Shane, is it just me? Don't put that crap on me. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a me thing. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was just oddly dark this morning. <laughs> okay. Uh, oddly let, dark. Let me exit stage left. Oddly dark times for uh, the Carolina Panthers <laughs> yeah, as well. That. Um, for a lot of reasons, which we're going to talk to uh, Cynthia Freeland at 8 o'clock from the NFL Network. She's terrific. Uh, we're going to talk to her about the NFL. There are some NFL stories I want to get into, though, uh, before we talk to her. We'll talk to Andy Kendi at 8.30 from KETV. Brian Christofferson from Husker 24-7. Uh, some interesting visitors on the list for Nebraska football this weekend. Oh, it's Kendi today? Not no. suits? Uh, I don't know. The schedule says Kendi. I don't remember who it is. I don't know. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't been on on a Wednesday for a couple weeks now. So Whose week is it? Is it Kendi or suits? Uh, and then we'll wrap up the show in at 9.30 and 9.45 with our very own Anna Bellinghausen. We'll talk some Creighton basketball. Maybe play a little trivia with Anna as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah I've see. got it loaded up. Okay. I, you know what? There's one question I'm super excited for. Yeah? And I, I'm, I'm struggling. Do I give it to you? Like, you know how you can have, like, different levels? Of, like, imagine it's Guitar Hero. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, the question right now is probably a medium. Okay. But if I took away the hint in the question, mm, I think, it'd probably make it expert. I think you. I think so you, you skip. You you skip hard. Yeah, I think you you don't give the hint until you need it. I think you give. Well, for the, you, you get no hints. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you get one hail mary. This is terrible. I, I hate it. <laughs> Anna, Anna has a huge advantage on you today. Yeah, this is terrible. I still. I mean, Shane had a huge advantage last week, and I still beat him. So that's what's important. What kind of questions that? Yeah, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Shane had more than an advantage. He started the race halfway that's, down. Oh, that's, a, that's totally on me. That is. Appreciate the accountability there, Shane. Um, Unlike Dave Tepper, who apparently oh. claimed he was super accountable. And I think there was an article written about his accountability for his actions and how people like praised him for it. And now he's just like, I'm not talking to the media. Yeah, so he's, first of all, nobody can do that. I'm not sure there's a worse franchise to be an NFL fan of right now than the Carolina Panthers. Which is and saying I, something. It really is because it's pretty bad to be a Bears fan, as mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty bad to be a Vikings fan. I wouldn't say bad to be a Vikings. It's just hard it's this hard. year. Yeah, it's been a hard year. And, I mean, they are not perpetually inept. They just tend to not cross. They, I mean, they can't fin cross the finish line, right? They can't get to the top of the mountain. So, you know, it's a different kind of misery. Mm -hmm being a, a Minnesota Vikings fan. I mean, there's some miserable fandoms, right? The Jets come to mind yep. where it's like, hey, we've got all this hope. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Just kidding. You get him for three plays. <laughs> um, the like, Falcons are kind of in that boat yeah. since they made their Super Bowl run. Is anyone a Falcons fan, though? <laughs> I think Brian Edwards is. <laughs> like, I don't I've never, I've never met anyone that's like, yeah. I'm, I, I, granted, we live in the Omaha. Commanders, that's a tough one. Ooh, to be Commanders a part of. is a tough hang for sure. It's probably a little better now that Snyder sold the team. It's probably a little bright side, even though the football hasn't gotten Oddly better. Oddly enough, like 
as bad as the Raiders were this year, Antonio Pierce kind of made it. Like, yeah, I don't hate okay. it. I, I don't Again. hate Antonio Pierce. I, I that might. I don't. I mean, I don't know that they're going to hire him, but because I think Jim Harbaugh's on the phone. What about what about the Chargers? Again, I feel like that's kind of like the Falcons. Where does anyone care about the Chargers? I feel like people should because of who they have on that team. Yeah, I just and don't. I think it's more than Justin Herbert. I think they have pieces on defense. I think they have some solid pieces on offense, too, with Eckler and Keenan Allen. Yeah, and, and I mean, things. they're sort of a fu- – I mean, don't forget about our, our guy Easton Stick here, you know, Omaha's own. Can't, can't forget about ES. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I agree that there's some nice pieces on that team, and they've spent a lot of money mm-hmm. to be good on that team. They just haven't – I mean, I – I don't remember any – like, I just don't think anybody cares about the Chargers. They're, they're one of those – there's like a handful of franchises. They're that forgotten team in L.A. Yeah, they're actually they're that forgotten team in California. It, honestly, frankly. in the NFL. And they're sort of just an afterthought in the NFL. Well, when they were at, in San Diego, they were kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Phillip Rivers was phenomenal for that team. I mean – Phenomenal. Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees was good when he was there. Ladanian Tomlinson was awesome. Oh, like was Antonio Gates was incredible. We we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago when they made their Super Bowl run with a bunch of guys that you've never heard of. Like, which is okay because I don't. You weren't born yet, but um, it was like like nobody. Ca- it's just they're a total afterthought NFL franchise, and there's not a ton of those. But there are a hand, like I think the Cardinals are that way. I always totally forget about the Cardinals mattering at all, and they play in the division of the team that I root for. Um, so it's it's kind of wild, but it's I I think it's the worst to be a Panthers fan right now because in a lot of these other franchises, I mean, think about some of the places that we've talked about. Right? We talked about we talked about Chicago. Okay, well, you've got a number one pick coming up. Part of the reason it's so miserable to, miserable to be a Carolina fan, right? You got a number one pick coming up. Um, the Bears should also have five. Yeah, they should. Have, they'll have two top five picks. Uh, which at, at the very least is sort of exciting. Some people are still really like Justin very, Fields. Very exciting. Um, DJ Moore's a really nice player. Like they've got some guys. What a steal he was from the Panthers. I know. Like that's the best part is not only do the Panthers not have their number one overall pick this year, they also gave they up. DJ, they gave up DJ Moore also. Bryce Young, like I feel so bad for that dude because he's going to struggle there for a long time. At least. Yes. For the entirety of his rookie deal. Yeah. Because. They're not good enough. And I don't know if they can get good enough. It's, I, I believe this to my very core. There are not very many guys that can transcend their situation at the quarterback spot. CJ Stroud apparently is one of those guys, even though I think D'Amico Ryan's dramatically improved that, that situation. Bryce Young is not one of those guys. I didn't think there was any of those guys in the draft last year. So C.J. Stroud has kind of surprised me in that sense. But Bryce Young is, is basically who I thought he was, just the situation around him is so much worse. But the, <laughs> the reason we're talking about Carolina and Dave Tepper this morning is he – so I'm, I'm, re, I'm looking at stories on ESPN to see if anything catches my eye, see if there's anything I want to throw on the show today. And forgive me, I didn't watch the Panthers game this weekend because, God, why would I? <laughs> but I'm I'm going through headlines and I, I read this headline about Dave Tepper uh, being fined three hundred thousand dollars for an incident during the Jaguars game. And I'm like, what on earth could he have done 
to get a $300,000 fine. Well, apparently, he threw a fan, uh, threw a drink. Can you imagine if he threw a fan, like a literal fan at a fan? Yeah, like a like a ceiling fan. He just like tore <laughs> it out. Thinking, of- <laughs> I was thinking more of like a box fan, but no. we can go with the ceiling I, I, fan. I'm thinking he's in his suite, right? He's getting mad because they're losing 26 to nothing to the Jaguars. He grabs the fan out of the ceiling and just chucks it out the window. Um, no, he, Talk he, about strength. Uh, <laughs> those fans aren't as heavy as they look. Um, <laughs> so he throws a drink. rip it out of the ceiling. What are you talking about? <laughs> those wires aren't that strong. It's fine. Not all of us are bodybuilders. <laughs> is, so he, he throws a drink at a bunch of Jaguars fans because he's got like an open-air suite or whatever at this game. And... It let like I kind of went down this rabbit hole. Like I knew Dave Tepper was kind of, I'm being gracious here, kind of a nut job, and so I kind of went down this rabbit hole because I remembered hearing some weird stories uh, about like things he keeps on his desk and whatever, and and I, I ran into this story about him when he in his pre-football days about how he was working for. Um, some financial firm. I don't remember which one it was, but he was working for a financial firm, and he thought he deserved a promotion. Didn't get the promotion, so uh, he bought the Panthers. No, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's worse than that. He ends up starting his own hedge fund, which good for you, made billions of dollars, whatever. Yeah, he's the second richest owner in football. But he was so mad about the promotion still. Like, becoming a billionaire and proving people wrong wasn't enough. He went and bought the house of the guy that didn't give him the promotion, tore that house to the ground, and then built a new house on top of it. Like, that's some sort of sociopath-level nonsense happening there. <laughs> like, for most people, becoming a billionaire in that industry and proving him wrong, enough, Right. No, this guy has to go buy this dude's house and raise How about it. A basically, multi-billionaire. Yeah, yeah His like net worth is like twenty. Yeah, billion. He's, he's, he's he's multiple times over a billionaire. Like for most people, that's plenty. Yeah, and this fine is like less than one percent. Yeah, it's three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like it's it's me buying McDonald's in the morning. Like not a big deal, right? And three hundred thousand so, dollars. Can you imagine saying not a big deal? Right? Yeah. Like that's. I mean, you that's know what a, I could do with three hundred thousand dollars? You you could pay off your mortgage. Like <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I could pay off more than just my mortgage. <laughs> you know, like I could pay off for your mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> the, the but the it, like so this dude is is clearly unhinged right and so we run into this problem we mentioned the commanders earlier right you run into this problem when you are an NFL team run by a bad owner where it becomes so hopeless because you have zero trust in the fact that this guy can make any good decisions judging by the fact that he couldn't even make a decision good enough to just simply not destroy a guy's house just because he was mad at him still from something that happened years earlier like this is a dude who goes to therapy yeah a go get therapy man like go (laughs) go get a counselor first and foremost second it was like he has fired three coaches in season he's only owned the team since 2018 he's fired three coaches in season since 2019 this dude is totally unhinged. And if you're a Panthers fan, which I don't know that there's a lot of, I think they fall into the Cardinals, uh, which honestly I would kind of put the Jaguars in this category, which is why it's hilarious that a Jaguar fan is just living rent-free in this dude's head. Um, But 
if you're if you're a Panthers fan, what hope do you have at all for the future? Like, are you are you really just banking on like okay, maybe this five foot ten, hundred thirty four pound Bryce Young is gonna is really gonna turn this thing? Or like I like I don't I don't I even know what so you do at this him, point. Man. I feel so bad for him because the Panthers, I feel bad for Bryce Young. I don't feel bad I'm for saying. the Panthers. Like the yeah. Panthers are not going to be good. For the entirety of his rookie deal. No, he's going to have to go somewhere else. Yeah, he's going to have to go somewhere else. So you're just going to just get beat up and bruised for four years and, and be on a team that wins two, maybe three games a season? I feel so bad for Bryce Young. And, 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 you know, another reason why I feel so bad for him is the expectation that Tepper set when they drafted him. Yeah, he said he's going to Super Bowls. Yeah, Bowls. Plural. Like, what? In order to get to Super Bowls, you need more than just a quarterback. You need, you need pieces <laughs> around him to throw to, guys that can get open on a consistent basis. Yeah. Like Adam Thielen even struggled to get open this year. He had some good weeks, but he still struggled to get open. You have a, a running back crew of Miles Sanders and, and Chuba Hubbard who couldn't go anywhere because that line is so bad. Brutal. And then defensively, the Panthers can't stop anybody. How, how do you expect to get to Super Bowls with Bryce Young and then also not have number one overall picks to use <laughs> yeah. in upcoming drafts? It's yeah. because you threw everything away just to get Bryce Young. I know sometimes you have to do like you, you, you have, have to, to go all in. You, yeah. Not just go all in, but you have to kind of like reach even further than the all in pool to get the guy that you want when you're jumping in the draft as mm-hmm. high as they did. But still, let's like. Let's let's sit back and drink some humble juice for a moment. <laughs> I don't know that uh, Dave Tepper's and fr- I don't know if familiar with the humble because, juice because uh, of his personality. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't know what was in the cup. Maybe he's a recovering alcoholic and it's water. But if I had to guess, he's probably like it seems a, unlikely. Probably like a gin and tonic guy. Like who who likes gin and tonics anyway? <laughs> uh, but that that's that's probably Dave Tepper's drink of choice. Maybe he's a dirty Shirley. I don't know. So I was I was actually thinking about that right because. My, he's a dirty Shirley. Guy, my first Shane. thought is, okay. If I really got to be careful on what I say about yeah. that. So, if you're throwing a a cup at a fan, I'm assuming you're drunk. Maybe at least uh, depends on the insult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, maybe this is just how he is sober. That's fair. Why didn't he just blow his nose with like a hundred dollar bill and then toss that at the fan? <laughs> Here you go, bud. Um, that's, that would have been sick. That's literally. I mean, he could have got sick. No, uh, that no. seems like Dave it, Tepper. It is that time of year. It does seem like Dave Tepper behavior to do something that petty. But I, I was what like, you think it? You know how Creighton fans get all the oh, it's the wine and cheese crowd, and you know they're they're drinking their Chardonnay at the basketball games pinky or up. whatever. Well, you got to. I mean, how are you supposed to drink without the pinky up? Um, you know, was it like champagne? Was he just have a little champagne flute? Uh, he just drinks champagne at the entire game. Two o'clock. <laughs> hey, listen, it's always a good time. I, I only know. <laughs> here's what you do with champagne, Robbie. You pop champagne when you're celebrating yep. something. I don't think there's anything for him to celebrate. No, it's true. That's that's fair. I, he doesn't have a lot to celebrate. I actually kind of like gin and tonic sometimes. Like every Stop it. every once in a while, you know. Job. Like every, my dad likes gin and tonics too. You know, they're they are so gross. Well, you have to. So you have to get the right gin. Because there's, here we go. Now it's up to the gin. It's it is. Flickering. It is just like <laughs> I'm it's, sure Dave Tepper drinks some very nice gin. Right, but there's different kind of uh, varieties of gin that some of them taste like pine trees, and those are not good. 
They're, they taste. I think it's the tonic for me. I don't know how really? much. It's, it's the gin. Oh, okay. I not, don't like tonic. Not a big tonic guy. Mm, it's just nope. basically like sugar water. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I need the bubbles, man. I, I need some. I like some bubbles. That's why I like champagne. Get those bubbles in there. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Again, when you celebrate something. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe there there's something Husker fans can celebrate out of this because if Matt Rule wasn't uh, fired by – Mr. Dave Tepper, the one and only, um, and maybe maybe we can pinpoint ownership as an issue in Carolina and not just coaching after mm-hmm. seeing Frank Reich kind of fall apart there. And uh, who was the third? Oh, who am I missing? Um, who was in between? Uh, who it am was I missing? The, so, oh, it's the well, I don't this wasn't. There, there was the interim between Rule and Reich. It was he's the guy that is the. Uh, he's he's the 49ers defensive coordinator now. Um, um, oh, it's a really good question. What is his name? I mean, so they had – didn't he fire Ron Rivera also, or was that before? That was before. Okay. That was before rule. That was before rule. Okay, yeah. That so, was BR. That's right. Uh, Chris uh, – no, Steve Wilkes was the, was the interim last year. He's the guy that's now the 49ers okay. defensive coordinator. So it was Matt Rule, Steve Wilkes, Frank Reich. Now Chris Tabor is your uh, is the interim is your interim former Bears coach by the way yeah so as head coach so Tepper did fire Rivera also oh he did yes because he got fired in 2019 oh that would have made sense because he hired Rule yes so he okay. was the guy that, that, that would have made sense so those are the three that got fired in season were Rivera Matt Rule and Frank Reich all fired in season since 2019 that's only been four years mm-hmm. and, that's, and here's what I was gonna say Robbie yes you know Matt Rule. Dave Tepper, maybe Satan in this instance. <laughs> Matt Rule, the saint, the martyr, thankfully took one for the team and is here to lead Nebraska to the promised land, or at least back to the promised it's land. certainly like gives a different perspective on his experience in Carolina. Now I mean, we it was know gold. He, it was absolute gold. His personality, as we yeah. talk about Tepper's personality, Rule's personality is not meant to be a head coach because he cares too much about players and doesn't want to fire. In the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the NFL. He doesn't want to yeah. fire or kick guys off his team well, I, that um, are just because, hey, somebody else tells you to do it. Yeah, and I'll give Rule credit here. And this is, you know – bringing it around in Nebraska football is I think you actually have to give Rule a ton of credit for taking accountability for his part in that situation where he said like hey you know I compromised some things that I believed I was about to to do what I thought I had to do to do that job right the way uh, that it needed to be done and he's like and I shouldn't have done that right so he took accountability something that you know our, our guy Dave Tepper maybe not the uh, not the best at but uh, the fact that he hasn't said a single ill word about Tepper when he appears to be just like this full-fledged wacko. When have you heard him say a bad word about anybody? That's fair. I mean, the closest is apparently when Dion's kids thought he was talking trash about Dion. But he didn't even say anything no. bad about that. He, he was just, just explained like, what Well, and he was just like, happened. hey, I don't really want to build out of the portal. Like, I want to coach the kids I have here and, like, build through high school recruiting. Like, he didn't even say anything about Dion. Okay, I was thinking about the other instance when he was on, like, the logo. You remember when Shadir oh, came out yeah, 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 the yeah. logo and, and Rule, comp, like, jump back and just explain. So he's more of just, like, an explainer. He's never somebody that calls somebody Yeah, out. I haven't heard him say a crossword, really, about anybody. And that's not to say that he doesn't, but the fact that he worked for this dude, who is a, a seemingly just totally nuts and hasn't had a bad thing to say about him, 
Um, it, the man has to be a saint. Either that or he's got the patience of a nun. And you know, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what coach you can bring into Carolina to turn this thing around because until you have a team that's built around Bryce Young. You might as well just keep Tabor as the interim for three years. And until you have a owner that actually knows what he's doing and isn't crazy, it's going to be tough. Look at how the commanders went under Daniel Snyder. Uh, coming up next, we've got more for Death Sports Radio.